Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. The Bloomberg Futures Report brought to you by Interactive Brokers and CME Group. If you're looking for global futures contracts with low trading costs, look no further. Interactive Brokers is the industry leader. Learn more at interactivebrokers.com slash CME Group. And U.S. stock index futures are little changed after the S&P 500 capped a second straight weekly decline. And as investors await the final batch of earnings reports this season and further clues on the health of the economy, check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P E-mini futures now down a point. They were up for most of the morning. Dow E-mini futures down 7. NASDAQ E-mini futures little change. The DAX in Germany is up 1.4 percent. Ten-year Treasury up 4.30 seconds. The yield 1.76 percent. Nine Comex crude oil down 1.2% or 53 cents to 44.14 a barrel. Comex gold is down 1.6% or $20.40 to 12.73.60 an ounce. The euro $1.1399, the yen 108.35. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Hey, Karen, thanks so much. Michael McKee, surveillance correction right now. We were doing surveillance astronomy Whoops. earlier, and I sort of said, like, you know, women are from Venus, bow ties are from Mercury. John, was it a little confusing what I was saying there? Yeah. Everything you say is confusing. Okay, but thank you. Please, continue. It's the transit of Mercury. It's not like I got Venus in there. But this is very cool. But seriously, folks, Mercury's between us and the sun, so it's like particularly dramatic with great resolution, except you'll hurt your eyes if you look at the sun. Don't do that. You and the last time Mercury tools. transited the uh, the sun, the Fed raised interest rates. They did. Like 25 basis. <laughs> something yeah. like that. Jevons yeah. and sunspots and all that. Mike, pick it up here with uh, Ms. Warren. Well, something happened over the last uh, hour or so. I blame Karen Moscow, I mean, because she's the one that reports on where the markets are. But we've we've gone negative here in futures. Not sure exactly what the sentiment in the market these days is. Kate Warren is supposed to know, so we'll ask her. She's with Edwin Jones, uh, investment strategist. Kate, uh, and the reason I, I, I kid about it, but um, there doesn't seem to be any kind of firm feeling these days about where we're going and what might happen. And you ask why people say the Fed or external events, and there's no firm feeling about those either. This seems to be one of the the most confusing, least anchored at times for investment strategy that I have seen. I, I would agree with that. But I think the thing to keep in mind is that the economy is growing. Earnings uh, have been really hit by low oil prices and the strong dollar, and both of those seem to be reversing. And so while it seems confusing short term, it's really not that confusing, at least in my view, longer term. But it's not likely to be a return to the bull market we saw earlier. It's likely to be a market that grinds higher. So I would say, yes, confusing short term, but that's sort of creating some opportunities for investors as they don't know what to do. And I think, uh, you know, that that's a time where you put money to work uh, because the underlying trends are still positive. Grind higher, but at least higher, right? Yes. Uh, um, it, you've got a lot of signals. Yeah, Doug Cass an hour ago on our air saying he sees a recession ahead. You've got a recession in corporate earnings. So mm-hmm. what is it that, uh, and he's also talking about very high multiples. So what is it that I'm going to get out of putting <laughs> yeah, money well, to work here? 
So, well, I'd say a couple of things. Uh, we know there's always a recession ahead. I don't think there's one ahead short term, and that's really what the market worries about. So, uh, while we know that, uh, you know, nobody's repealed the business cycle, I wouldn't be worrying about a recession short term because we're not seeing any of the normal signs. And typically, recessions are yeah. triggered by spikes in oil prices or the Fed rapidly raising interest rates, and we all know we're not seeing either of those. I would say the second thing is, yes, we have a recession in earnings, but keep in mind that that's really due to that drop in oil prices as well as the strong dollar. And we heard from companies when they were reporting first quarter earnings that while the dollar is not you know, reversing course dramatically, it's not quite as bad a problem right. as it was before. And this is what we love, folks, and I, I don't want to conflate. It would be er, er, erroneous to both to conflate Doug Cass's views into that of Kate Warren of Edward Jones. They have two different mandates, two different structures that they work under. Kate, I just did a fitted total return of the S&P, and this is just an eyeball, okay. folks, that if you go back to July of 2013, it's a single-digit world. That's an approximation, 9.93% annual return. You said earlier, Kate, it, it is a low-return world. How do you how do you mix stocks and bonds? Forgetting about the Fed malarkey, how do you mix stocks and bonds in a single digit world given double digit equity returns? Well, I think that you still want to own both stocks and bonds, and part of that is even in the single digit world, even with low interest rates, most investors can't stomach the volatility in the stock market, and. If inflation just goes back to normal levels, bonds already price a lot of that in. So we think that bond returns will be low, but okay, and bonds provide that stability that most people need in their portfolio. Now, the actual mix depends on a lot of different things. But in a world where equity returns also aren't uh, really high, we're thinking 6 to 8% uh, long-term, mm then you want to own this mix of stocks and bonds, but you also want to be sure that you're saving enough, investing enough, spending less, because this really is a tough environment for investors to feel super good about. So, you know, you prepare, but it's still okay, and you can still reach long-term goals, like right. putting your kids through school and saving for retirement. And I, I, I think that is extremely challenging, given the environment we're in right now. Very quickly here, Kate Warren, if I'm a yield hog, where do I go? Well, I think uh, you go to uh, dividend-paying stocks that have the potential to increase dividends, and I think you also own some high yield, but in a little part of your bond portfolio to get a bit of additional return with, in our view, uh, enough compensation for the additional risk you're taking, especially if the economy continues to grow, because most of those high-yield companies, those ones issuing junk debt, are going to be able to continue to make the payments as long as the economy doesn't slow dramatically. And that's what you're concerned about. So you're getting compensated for the additional risk. But it's it's a challenging environment. You're absolutely right, and that's why yeah. it makes sense that people get started earlier. Make sure you're yeah. not leaving it to the last minute thinking you're going to catch up with high returns. No, no, not, not that any of us would do that. Kate Warren is with Edward Jones Research. That was brilliant. We've got to get around for a longer uh, period here uh, next time. Kate Warren with Edward uh, Jones. As Mike mentioned, green on the screen has become red, negative two on futures. Uh, the VIX trading before the opening, 15.07. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. 
We're cutting down to the opening bell, brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today.